Hello, everyone. This is Faye, and I sell Medicare plans. You're listening to the podcast where people come to hear more about Medicare, the industry, how to work in the industry, hear those things that are really going to help Medicare insurance professionals to run your business efficiently and do it well. We're here to serve others. And today, my guest is a gentleman who I finally got to meet in person at 8% Nation, Christian (laughs) Brindo. You guys hear a lot about Christian and you see him a lot. Christian is the founder and president of Christian Brindle Insurance Services. He's in Utah. I'm not sure what city. Are you in Salt Lake? So technically speaking, you could call it Salt Lake. It's technically a suburb, maybe 15 minutes out. But but Salt Lake is essentially, it's close enough. You know, it's okay. basically Salt Lake. Okay. Because for me, when I hear Utah, that's the first thing I think about is Salt Lake. I know there are other yeah. cities there, but that's what I think about. And... Christian, for those of you who don't know, is the mastermind behind Six Figure Medicare Agent. The group has grown exponentially, and there's some fantastic number. There's a goal that you're going for right now, Christian. Is that right? That's right. I I, so I I I was inspired by um, Bradley Hannon, who 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 kind of participates in the under 65 health insurance space more than anything else. But um, he did something in his group where he gave them a very lofty goal and said, guys, if we hit this goal by the end of the year, I'll get a, I'll get a tattoo of the Facebook group on me. And I have some <laughs> tattoos. I'm not a stranger to tattoos. No, people wouldn't know that. Like they're not visible. And so, but I was like, what a great idea. So we're at 2,800 members, 2,900 members actually, as of now, as of today, um, <laughs> And I told the group, I said, if we can crack 4,000 by the end of the year, I will get a six-figure Medicare agent tattoo myself. So I just, you know, gave them a little something to shoot for so they can enjoy me getting poked. (laughs) (laughs) You got to just make sure that when you get that tattoo, get it in a place where when we see you out and about, you can show it to us, okay? Yes, correct. (laughs) Correct. Good point. Now, today... (laughs) Uh, audience, I'm introducing and reintroducing Christian again, because most recently, he has formulated a plan for a plan of action and a plan of steps, how he wants to actually further his business. Now, you may be thinking, Oh, he's pretty big. He has all these agents and he's doing well and he's just gotten admin help and all of that. And uh, he just, you know, what is he going to do? So I'm going to give Christian the opportunity to tell us where he is now, where he expects to go and how he expects to get there and share with us how that all came about. Yeah, absolutely, Faye. And I I appreciate you asking. Um, So our business model has been one of, you know, extreme growth in the last probably two to three years. Now I've I've been in the business for about eight years, give or take. And so when I was early on in the business, kind of my, 
my approach to it was, you know, at the beginning, you know, I, I was still very young in the business. I was 20 years old, 21, 22, 23. And I was making a lot of cold calls. I didn't really understand leads or marketing or anything like that, but I was a very good salesperson kind of right off the bat. And so, you know, I, when I came in, I was writing probably 150 to 200 at, um, Medicare policies a year, um, which, you know, I was a good producer, but I wasn't really meeting my full potential, I felt. And so probably the last three years, we've really kind of honed down on marketing and diversifying our business and growing our internal processes and our internal staff. Um, so now we have more staff in the office. We've hired more people. Um, and essentially, you know, we've also increased our marketing efforts and increased our, our commitment to kind of um, getting ourselves out there in a multitude of different ways on two different ends of the spectrum. So we market to beneficiaries. We sell direct to consumer in our office here. Um, and we also um, work with agents. You know, we also work with mm -hmm. agents. We, we, we bring agents on that want to work with us. We also sell courses, as you know, books, and we, we do a lot of different things. Um, and so the last, um, probably about two to three years, we've seen an uptick in both ends of that side of the business. Like our production has gone tremendously higher, um, and our ability to work with agents and our agent numbers have gone tremendously higher. I'd say probably two years ago, we had one, maybe two agents. Now we're closing in on a hundred. Um, and that's, you know, a lot of growth in the short amount of time for a group that hadn't done a lot with agents, you know, and so, yes. um, we've seen a lot of growth in most multiple ways of our business. I, I myself, ever since I got into the business have been writing business myself. Like I'll probably with, if, if I do not try and if we didn't, if maybe we spent no money on marketing or advertising, I probably still write 20 to 30 new clients a month, just based on warm referrals and just mm -hmm. inbound traffic that comes into our office. Um, and that, that's, that's time consuming, you know, to, to essentially, even though they're very warm leads, it's still time consuming to, to meet with those people, talk to those people over the phone, get their policies in order, make sure everything's going through, um, writing the business myself. I just felt like I was getting to the point where I was getting, um, bogged down and stretched too thin um, in our business. And I know there's a lot of people out there that kind of feel this way. I know there's so many people that try to do it all right off the bat, and they might not even have any support system or any infrastructure like we do. And God bless them, you know, because I, I mean, it's, it's a very difficult task. It, I look at it like you're almost running two businesses, right? So you are. Like, you are. Faye, yeah, like I would say, Faye, like if you're if your ambition is to grow, maybe grow into an FMO, right? But at the same time, you're trying to be the number one producer in your state. That's that's tough to do both of those things at the same time. You it know? most definitely is. And so, it definitely is. Yeah. And so, you know, the way that I really started looking at things was, where is my time best served? You know, where is my time best served? What, what, because the way we were doing things, it wasn't sustainable. You know, I'm, I, I probably work 80 to 90 hours a week, every week, year round to able to just to keep up with everything and keep everything, you know, going and moving forward. And that's with, that's with infrastructure, that's with staff, that's with employees. It just tells me that my time 
is best spent at this point in the business and this point in our careers, we're really starting to look to take even another leap above of what we've done already, focusing on one key element of the business. And, um, and I've been writing insurance. I've been writing, I've been writing policies for, like I mentioned, eight years. I, I mean, my, I'm 29. So really my, pretty much my entire adult life, I have spent writing insurance policies mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, I just don't enjoy it. Like I used to, you know, I've just kind of learned, I've, I've started to, to see that in myself. Um, I've, I found myself two weeks ago, you know, there was a referral that came into our office, very nice couple, very nice husband and wife. And, um, we sit down together. They sit across from me at my desk in my office, which isn't in this room. This is the video room. So it's another room, but, um, and we're just talking, going through things and, you know, they couldn't have been nicer. They were perfect clients. They're clients anybody wants. And, you know, I'm a professional. So I made sure we, they got taken care of. We found them a good plan. I did the work, but I couldn't wait for the appointment to be over. <laughs> I was just like, is this almost over yet? And that <laughs> told me something that I was like, I don't enjoy this anymore. You know, like it's just, it's not challenging to me anymore. It's too easy. <laughs> I guess if that is as, as, as crazy as that might sound. And um, so I really made the decision that we're going to hire more people. We're going to grow our infrastructure, grow our staff. Um, my plan is to go through AEP, write business as normal, and this to be my last AEP writing business personally. Um, then starting in December, we're looking to expand, hire out some, some agents that can come into the office and essentially work those warm referrals, work the leads we have and continue to grow or the, um, the, the book of business, um, inside of us, inside of it, I should say, but essentially removing myself from writing policies altogether. Um, it's a big adjustment because I've, I've never not, not written business, um, in my entire career. So it's definitely a, a challenge and something that I've really put a lot of thought into. And I was a little hesitant and even maybe a little scared, um, to make that decision and commit to it. But, um, I feel like at this point, my, my passion is helping agents, working with agents. And um, I feel like I want to focus on that side of the business, you know, working with our agents, um, growing, growing our distribution to where we have, a, you know, we work with a lot more agents around the country. And, um, you know, I feel like we have the opportunity to grow into a, a legitimate FMO. And that is something that really at this point is is something that I'm very passionate about and excites me. And um, just personally writing business myself is not something that I really feel like I want to do anymore. I think I've, I think I've just kind of grown to a point where um, I'm, I'm, I might, I might just be at a point where I, I just want to do something different, but at the same time we have, you know, like I said, we'll probably have 300 policies a year. If we didn't, if we stop marketing that just come in on a natural basis from referrals and all those things, we can't just, reject those, turn those people away. That's not, that's not smart. So we need to bring people in, put them in places of power, train them, Mm -hmm. make sure that they're part of our culture. And, but essentially they're able to write the business and kind of take care of those clients. What a fantastic decision. I mean, that is a big step for those who don't really think about it. Clearly, this is a huge step for you. However, what you're doing is recognizing that your potential, your personal potential and your personal growth, you are nowhere near where you could be. Correct. And in order for you to do that, you're one person 
So you can't do everything. Mm -hmm. You can now focus after this AEP more on developing and creating and actually quote unquote cloning others who can work like you. You can now have as many Christian brindles on the street or in the office as you'd like while you're, you're looking at the bigger, much bigger picture. Now you can focus on their training. You can focus on segmenting them into sections. You know, you may have a hundred agents right there in Utah and another hundred in Wisconsin and another hundred in Georgia or wherever. That's how you're going to do it. And it's, it's just admirable that you're able to realize at this young age that you have a greater potential. That's what I thought when I read your message about what you were going to do. I thought, wow, being so young and already recognizing that you do have such great potential. I applaud you. That's good. Now, you have some things that are going on this year that will help agents you're always doing something you're doing yes. podcasts <laughs> you're doing facebook lives you're doing webinars you're doing books and of course you have your course but you're always doing something and putting something out there so tell me what is this new six figure medicare summit about yeah, um, and 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 I appreciate your kind words, Faye. That's I, I, that means a lot to me, and I appreciate you um, you saying that. Um, the Six Figure Medicare Agent Summit is essentially my attempt to bring agents together and kind of throw my hat in the ring for the in the conference world. Essentially, we've seen a lot of conferences like Faye and I just got to see each other in person probably about a month ago at eight percent, give or take, and. Um, it was great to get to see Faye, you know, and see her in person and give her a hug and someone that I've gotten to know from afar, you know. Um, but essentially, you know, there's there's a lot of relationships like that that have been built similarly that I've been able to connect with and spend a lot of personal time at conferences, right? Whether it be mm -hmm. the Medicare, the the, the the Medicare Gurus Mastermind this year, which is now Medicare Con going into next year, that was a great opportunity to spend that time and. Um, and I spent a lot of time this year going to events and going to conferences. And I realized I really like, I like them. them. I like spending time with agents. And um, it's a I lot like of fun, a lot of fun, but a lot of knowledge. Yeah. A lot to learn. And there's, there's so much that, that transpires at a conference as well. You know, there's fantastic speakers that speak from stage and they provide a lot of insight that you wouldn't probably be able to hear otherwise. But other, on top of that, and in my opinion, my favorite part of the conferences is, after the conference is over, those private conversations, spending time with other agents. And that I think that's when some real nuggets get dropped because they're like, okay, what are you doing? Okay, I'm doing this. Maybe we could do it this way. How are you doing this? You know, and just those conversations and networking is such a value in my opinion. And, and um, so I, I kind of determined, I was like, I want to be a part of this in a bigger way. I want to host a conference that can really help agents. I want to put people on stage. And I mean, there's a lot of great conferences out there. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm involved with several of them, you know, so I, 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 I'm not, I'm not trying to, sh you know, shed any 
negative light on any conferences whatsoever. I think there's they're all they're all so good. Um, in my opinion, though, I think at some conferences, when I go for me personally, I would rather just see a bunch of insurance people on the stages. I don't really get into as much the people that are not insurance people because I feel like there's value there. They bring value. Um, and I do, do do enjoy seeing them, but I feel like I enjoy seeing the insurance people more because it's a little bit more applic- applicable to what I do on a day-to-day basis, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to build a conference that is nothing but um, killers in our industry. You know, So we got an amazing lineup of speakers. I I put our lineup of speakers up against anybody's, you know, so obviously myself, um, it will be on stage speaking. We have Tony Merwin as the moderator of Precision Senior Marketing, which he did a great job at um, Medicare Guru's Mastermind in February. Um, we have Justin Brock himself, so, Medicare Guru, taking the stage. We have Danielle Kunkel Roberts with Boomer Benefits, who will be coming and giving a great presentation. We have um, Galen Hendricks of Senior Security Benefits, who I know you're great friends with. Yes. Um, we have um, Joanna Wyckoff coming, mm-hmm. um, uh, who's an absolute powerhouse of information and knowledge with Nation Care. If Joanna gave us just one sixteenth of what she knows about the Social Security system, we would all be experts. Yes, absolutely. she is good. I mean, she knows that stuff. She's great. She's amazing, and um, you know, we're so excited to have her and Nation Care kind of partner with us on on this event. And, um, we have, you know, of course, agent pipeline, which is our home base top of hierarchy mm-hmm. FMO at this point in our business. And, um, they've agreed to sponsor it and they're going to have several people there like Lester Khan, who's a great friend of mine. We had him on Taco Tuesday a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we'll have some other, you know, very important people from agent pipeline coming out to take the stage. Um, we have Justin Thomas, who is a digital marketing maniac and expert. Um, um we have Glenn Shelton coming, my co-host of Taco Tuesday. Oh, good. And good. Uh, he's the founder of Lead Heroes, telemarketing expert. We have Tracy Lonesbury, who's really kind of you know picking up steam in the annuity world. Um, we have so many people. I know I'm going to forget some people. Tyler Reese will be coming with Innovative Financial Group, and we're excited to partner with them on this as well. Um, just so many great. Um, Shirley Kaufman, who comes from the call center world, and she's done a great job. There's just so many, um, Brad, Bradley Hannon, by the time he hasn't been announced yet, but by the time this podcast comes out, I'm sure we'll have announced it. So I'm just going to say, <laughs> okay. um, Brad Hannon will be there, you know, to bring some under 65, um, mm-hmm. knowledge. It's, it's a, it's a real all-star lineup of speakers. And when is it? When is the summit? So the summit is going to take place June 10th and 11th of 2022. Um, it's going to be here in Salt Lake city. It's going to take place okay. at the Radisson Hotel, downtown Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. um, and which is a staple in the community in Salt Lake City. It's a hotel that's been there forever. It's beautiful. It's very nice. Um, and we're, we're just going to have a lot of fun. And it's going to be a conference that I am dramatically looking forward to. Um, and I just, I just can't wait. I can't get here fast enough. Oh, this sounds really, really exciting. And it's good that you already planned your date, you have your place all set. So tickets are available and I'm sure you have all of that information in the, is it in the Facebook group and on your Facebook page and. Yes, yeah. So right now in Six Figure Medicare Agents Facebook group, 
we have that pinned as an announcement. Um, so essentially okay. you can find it under the announcement tabs. There's usually only a couple at there at a time, but there's one that stays up constantly that has mm -hmm. links to um, essentially the landing page. We also have um, discounted hotel rooms that are linked there as well. Um, if you use our link, it gives you 20% off any hotel room at mm -hmm. the Radisson if someone wants to stay there. Um, okay. So yeah, I mean, they, um, all the information can be found in the Facebook group. Great. I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait. Um, what I wanted to, to ask you, if you don't mind, because you're always such an open book. Of course. Do you have maybe one or two ideas that you can drop here to let our audience know? Because for me, the end of the year has always been a planning time. Yes. So I know what I'm going to do for the next year. And as we now prepare sooner for AEP, that planning cycle has been moved up. Yeah. So even though we're in preparation for AEP 2022, we need to also start to think about how we're going to run our businesses for 2022, starting next year. Right. Do you have any, any ideas, any things that you've used, any ideas, any uh, tools, any books or anything that it helped you to come to where you wanted to go that might, we might leave for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I, I have, I have a couple tips that I, that, that I'll share. And then of course, you know, I have some other things that I think are, are helpful. I think the main thing is if, if 2021 maybe didn't go the way you wanted it to, let's say, hypothetically speaking, if anybody's that's watching this, um, if maybe, you know, it was a good year, but maybe not as good as you originally expected, we have to isolate the problem why maybe it wasn't as good as you expected. What, what caused you to not essentially reach the heights that you set originally at the beginning of the year, or maybe at the end of the year last year? Um, I believe when it comes to goal setting that you can set a goal, right? Whatever it is, you know, maybe someone wants to write 500 policies in a year, right? Or 600 policies in a year. That's great. But until you actually put a plan of action into place, it's just that it's just a goal. It's a dream. It's a dream. Right. And so my biggest thing that's helped me in terms of um, actually putting goals into motion is by taking them down into bite-sized chunks. So if you wanted, let's use, let's use that for an example. If you wanted to write, say, uh, 500 applications during the year, well, maybe you can do 100 during AEP. So we need to do 400 over the remaining 10 months of the year. So that means you have to write 40 policies a month. Break that down. That's going to be 10 policies a week. How many people do you need to get in front of to write 10 policies a week? Well, if maybe you sit with 20 to 30 people, do you think you can close half of them or a third of them? Most people probably could. Um, if you actually sit down with them and you have already know that they're a qualified and interested buyer, right? Um, so you kind of have to really pick it apart and do the math. And then it starts to become real at that point, because then you can kind of get an idea of, okay, if I need to sit down with 20 to 30, or maybe even more prospects a given week, how many leads do I need? At that point, how much money do I need to spend? Um, 
And so you really have to kind of calculate your numbers in that way. Um, that's something that's really helped me because it also holds you accountable as well, because there are no weeks off with something like that. Um, you, and not, not to say that people shouldn't take time off. And that's, I mean, we all need a break at some point, but um, you need to kind of figure out a game plan for yourself that can start the beginning of the year and stretch over the course of the year. You can't just go into the year saying, I want to write 500 apps, 600 apps, whatever your goal might be, and not have any plan in place, because then you're just going to be confused, not sure what to do. And you're just going to keep doing the same things you did last year. Um, Absolutely. So also, you know, that um, because if you're doing Medicare applications, because of the different election periods, the activity that you do during different election periods may change in order, let's say 40 is consistent for the month, but what you need to do during um, June, July, July, August, and September is going to be different from what you would do in January, February, and March. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because Faye hit it right on the head there. And that's very true. You have you, we all we all know what AEP is, right? AEP is essentially the, the the seven and a half weeks of the best opportunity we're going to have in the year throughout the year in our Medicare business. Um, you have OEP, which you can't market for OEP, but you can buy leads, generic leads, things like that, and you can still work those. That you got that from January to March thirty first. So those those are the two windows of opportunity. Outside of those, in between those, you have to isolate. Okay, who's my target? Who am I? Who am mm-hmm. I really looking for? Well, we're looking for T65s. We're looking for maybe people that are 69, 70, been on a Medicare supplement for four or five years, and maybe they've gotten some pretty substantial rate increases. Um, Medicare supplement replacement business. We're going to be looking for, as Faye mentioned, the SCT side of things. You know, we're going to be looking for people that um, are maybe low income that qualify for dual special needs plans, DSNP plans, and we're going to be looking for those, because they can switch once for a quarter, right? So we're, we're, we have to isolate who we can actually write and then completely shift our marketing attack into that um, to kind of really get you in front of the right people over the course of the year. So that's a great point and very true. Okay, so break it down into segments, break it down into sizable chunks, or as someone says, if the way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. Exactly. So you're going to eat one bite at a time. But when you're eating from one side, if you're eating the, you know, the back part, it may not be at the same rate or the same method as you might eating the front part. So exactly. exactly. You have to kind of break it down and then break it down further into the activities that you're going to do. But Activity and action starts everything, I think. Uh, I don't know about yeah. for you, but I, I market myself as a sales strategist so I can think of these ideas. But let me tell you, if, if nothing's done but that idea, it's just a dream. Exactly, exactly. Because there's, there's, there's the thought that needs to go into it, and that is very vital. But then there's the execution of the idea. Right. Um, and so, and, and you mentioned, you, you asked for maybe a couple of book recommendations that have helped me. Um, there's so many books that I've read. I haven't read every book behind me, but I've read a lot of them. 
Um, there's one book I'm reading right now that I'm really enjoying. It's called The Power of Habit. Um, I believe that one thing, if you want to reach your ultimate level of productivity throughout the day is you have to have good habits, right? Waking up right. at the same time every day, not sleeping in, going to bed at the same time every day, maybe getting enough sleep, right? Um, eating, drinking water instead of soda is probably going to help you throughout the day. Like just little things like that will help you really be more productive throughout the day and you won't feel as tired, you, but you're, you'll, you'll feel more um You'll, you'll have more structure in your life is what I would say. Um, so that's a book I'm really enjoying. It's a very good book. Um, when it comes to marketing itself, I'm looking for it right now. I don't see it, but I know I have it somewhere. There's a book called um, If I Were You that's written by an insurance agent named Preston Schmidt. I think that's how you say his name. Um, that's a very, very good book on digital marketing for insurance if agents. If I Were You. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, there's a book, I, there's a book, there's so many great books, but there's a book called um, Outliers that that specific, that I, that I really love by Malcolm Gladwell. That's essentially a book that is about all about habits of successful people. And really what it comes down to is hard work, putting time into something. It, it comes, that, that's where the 10,000 hour philosophy comes from. If you want to okay. be an expert in something, you have to spend 10,000 hours doing it mm -hmm. before you can really be an expert at it. Um, and so the, the, it's, it's essentially saying, if you want to be an expert at something and be wildly successful, you have to get those 10,000 hours in as fast as you possibly can. Um, but there's so many great books. I love books. Um, just those my are some good choices. Sounds yeah. like, you know, they would be of interest and can help others. Yeah, for sure. And those books have helped me. I, I The main thing I would leave your audience with, Faye, is like, I and I know you know this, but I would say, you know, be a sponge, be a sponge, soak up information, can put good things into your mind, you know, read books. Um, instead of watching TV, maybe one night, turn it off and read a book. You know, there's always time to read for 20, 30 minutes a day. And you'd be amazed at what you can walk away from when you're feeding your mind the good, the right things. Yes, absolutely. Brent Christian, thank you so much for being here today. My guest has been Christian Brendel. Uh, Christian is on that path of going upward and onward. He's left us with some good information on how he came to that decision. And I thank you so, so much. One thing I have to say when I call you and invite you or ask you, you're always willing to help. So thank you so very, very much. Well, thank you for having me, Faye. It's always a pleasure. And, um, it's great to be connected with people like you that are doing big things yourself. And um, you do a great job with the show and a great job with the podcast. And, um, and anybody that's listening, if you're not taking Faye's advice in your business, you're, you're crazy because she knows her stuff. Uh, I try to share as much as I can. Thank you again. Yeah.